First question, tell me one thing you do to create your best year ever. Damn, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, honestly, is um, creating a routine and, and becoming consistent and uh, in that routine uh, and telling myself that, you know, I'm going to set a goal and then reach it and day to day just do everything I can to, uh, to stay consistent, man. So I, I think consistency would be my response. Oh, I absolutely love that because routine and consistency are two things that are absolutely part of my being and who I am. And welcome to Best Year Ever, a podcast designed to inspire growth and impact so you can create your best year ever. And I'm your host, Rob Cressy, and I am oh so excited for today's episode. Joining me today is Bobby Gonzalez, Director of Concierge Services at Kimpton Hotel and Restaurants. He is located at the Gray Hotel. He is also the co-founder of Concierge Drawer and so many other things. And Bobby, his basketball game is in as tight as the suits he wears. Bobby, great to have you on the show, my friend. Rob, man, uh, your your reputation precedes you, my friend. Uh, your energy is always uh, uh, contagious, man. I can feel it through the through the microphone here, man. So uh, grateful to have this privilege and honor to share uh, share the mic and the screen with you. And super excited to just catch up, man. It's been a while, and uh, you know it's good to see you doing really well. Congratulations on the podcast and, and the big move. And yeah, man, it's it's cool to catch up. I wore the Bulls hat in your honor. Uh, for those that don't know, Rob and I met on the on the hardwood on the basketball court. So I had to represent because my Bulls are back, baby. Our Bulls are back. And to put context into how excited I am on the Chicago Bulls, I got uh, NBA League Pass just so I could watch the Bulls down here in Florida because, man, Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, like this team is just incredible. But DeRozan, his game is off the charts, and it's actually very reminiscent of my game. I love the mid-range, and there is no one better at the mid-range than DeMar DeRozan. A hundred percent, man. Back to, uh, to pure basketball. Uh, you know, teamwork, uh, players that are inspired by each other and just keep moving. Uh, as I mentioned, my dad was going to pop in for a hot second. So uh, for the audience out there, my dad was in the neighborhood. So he just pulled up with uh, with a breaded steak sandwich for me, which is super nice. Pops, if you want to say a quick wave, hello to everybody. What's up, Pops? <laughs> hello, everyone. How are you? Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Bulls are Bulls are definitely a, a great team to watch right now, and we're super excited to uh, to be uh, big fans. You know, yeah. So the reason that I wanted to have you on the show, so as you mentioned, you and I cultivated a relationship over a series of years playing basketball during the week. It was on like Tuesdays or Thursdays, and it was fun. It was one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I loved playing with you. You had a great game from a distribution standpoint. And through that, I started following you on social media, on Instagram more specifically. And the interesting thing about playing pickup basketball with people is I didn't know anybody there. I got invited into the thing. So all these people are new. So boom, I follow you on Instagram and I'm like, damn, look at Bobby all suited and booted looking good. <laughs> and then through the years, as I continued to follow you, 
Um, I really fell in love with the level of excellence and care that you brought to what you do. So let's start with first what you do, and then we're going to dive a little bit deeper into your mindset around this because from a distance, what I see from you, I love the level of excellence, and it is so transparent, and this show is about creating your best year ever, and you, my friends, have a lot of positive traits that others should have. Wow. Well, hey, man. Uh, thank you for that introduction. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I have really humbling beginnings. I, I do want to make sure that that's really clear and understood. Um, I didn't just start this way. You know, um, I, I have definitely reached a level right now that, I, that I'm very proud of. Uh, and I have so much further to, to continue to grow. And I'm super excited for that. But um, I started off stocking hotel mini bars, you know, when I was 19 years old. Um, it was my first kind of job where I really actually woke up and said, you know what, this is really going to be me, myself and I that can really, you know, set the future for myself and not anyone around me. Um, so in that position, I, I finally realized like it was going to be my choices from there forward on uh, how much, you know, I can grow and make a career for myself. So, um, you know, working in a hotel is so much fun. Um, you know, I've spent half of my adult life in a hotel. Uh, I spent a lot of time in an elevator, <laughs> uh, but I, I've made so many relationships um, and fostered so many uh, friendships from working in a hotel and it's gotten me this far. Um, I have a good circle of friends around me, uh, a good range of mentors uh, around me as well that have helped me uh, kind of stay creative and continue to, uh, you know, chop at the bit. And, uh, you know, since my, since uh, to long, long story short, uh, since my uh, start as a hotel minibar uh, employee, I have uh, moved up um, several different positions um, slowly. Uh, you know, I, I once went to the guy that delivered the toothbrush and that was a big, big uh, move up for me because, you know, going from behind the scenes to the front of the scenes is a drastic change. And um, so I went from to that guy and then I eventually uh, went to the front desk uh, where you do learn the mechanic mechanics of how a hotel operates, you know, from the check-in process, to the departure process, to, you know, making first impressions, to um, fixing problems, et cetera. And, and a role that you didn't, you didn't seem is, is gonna be that complex, but it really is. Um, but I, I really enjoyed person-to-person uh, -person, uh, contact. I really enjoyed making relationships and meeting people from around the world. And I wanted to spend a little bit more time with them. So the concierge role was available. And in that position, you do sit down, you do have intimate conversations, you do learn about where people are from and what they wanna see and what they heard of Chicago and where they wanna go. And um, it is a, a learning experience of two different people. And uh, I really enjoyed that and, and I saw, um, traits in myself that could really excel in that area. So I, I eventually moved to the concierge desk. Uh, but since then, I, I have um, I've opened a few hotels. Um, I've won some awards that have been uh, voted in by my peers, which is awesome. Uh, I was voted in uh, the Rising Star Concierge back in 2012. Uh, I won the Employee of the Year Award for the Chicagoland area in 2015. And then I'm really proud to say this past year, just uh, last month, uh, I, I actually won an award, the same award that I won five years ago, but for manager of the year for the whole state of Illinois. 
uh, which is which is really awesome because again, it's, it, I'm a reflection of all the people around me. Uh, it's not just me that that has really built me into to these cool moments that I've been able to have. You know, there's there's a, a lot of people that have helped me grow. But uh, yeah, it's just a, a little bit about me in a nutshell. I don't I hate to brag about these things, but uh, you know, you asked. <laughs> no, I I love it. So let's sort of dive a little bit deeper into your success mindset because. Uh, success is not linear. It's a series of ups and downs. It's, as you said, consistency. There's routine and habit. So as you've excelled and won these awards, what are some of the routines or habits that you've created for yourself to not only stay on track, but to grow and develop yourself? It's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I've always enjoyed the creative end of 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 everything, you know, and I really like to reinvent what's happening and what is going to be the foreseeable future. Uh, I, I like uh, learning about the basics as, as I think that's essential. So you have to uh, know the basics before you do anything else. But I, I, I perform, I think at the highest is when I get uncomfortable uh, and, and try different things and to see what works and what doesn't through um, trial and error. And I, I like to push the boundaries. And I, I think, you know, we need people like that to um, make the future. And, and that's what I, I like doing. Um, I've been innovative throughout my career. I've done things that have worked and done things that haven't. Um, but I, I think going forward, uh, uh, that process has worked for me um, by at least trying because if you don't try, you never know. Amen to that. And there's actually something that you posted on Instagram that I think is related to this. And you said, new year, same goal. Be the change you want to see in the world. And I love that because it resonates so much with me because as I look right now on my whiteboard, it says, who did I help today? And for me, I love coming from a helping spirit. It's why I do this show because my purpose in life is to be a positive force for good that leads others to what is possible. So explain to me a little bit more about the change you want to see in the world and sort of how that manifests itself in you and the excellence that you bring. Man, that's so cool, man. Thank you for, for recognizing that I posted that. That's awesome because it means the world to me that at least it's reaching somebody uh, because it's true. I mean, anything that I post or say, I, I feel like it comes from a genuine uh, background. It's exactly what I'm thinking and exactly what I feel at, at that point in time. And uh, New Year, same goal. I mean, well, first and foremost, uh, dude, you have a gift. If I can stop talking about me for a second. And, and thanks for giving platforms to people like myself to, to speak about things that we love and to, to share this uh, passion and, and talk good energy with each other. So uh, you're a, a spitting image of you have a gift, give it back to the world. So um, so kudos on you for for uh, finding your passion and, and uh, giving it back to people. But um, so for me, man, New Year's same goal. It, it, it just means that, you know, keep pushing, keep, um, you know, keep staying at what you feel is right. And uh, what I feel is right is uh, community give back. Uh, I think giving back to to the people that um, don't often, you know, receive the love or don't often share the same spotlight as you or um, don't have the same platform to to get their messages across. Um, so I, I feel like what I've been able to do is create a platform with uh, some of the projects that I've done. And what started off with 
fill in a void has created an area to get a message across. And whether that's through fundraising efforts, whether through it's sharing historical events that um, people aren't commonly um, uh, educated on. Um, but I want to just use kind of the the popularity that I've smallly gotten to uh, to help others. Uh, so very much similar to kind of your your idea, man. All right. So next thing we're going to get to, and you also posted this on Instagram, and I absolutely love this. Create what you want to be part of. And this is literally the ethos and DNA of who I am and how I am here today. Because uh, over a decade ago, when I left my corporate job doing digital advertising sales to go all in it, making my dreams happen, someone once said to me, Rob, if you ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. So I decided to teach myself everything that you see today, podcasting, video, audio editing, um, social media marketing, brand building, events, apparel, all of this different stuff. And it came from the place of, I felt there was a need in the market that I wanted to be a part of. And naturally a community building aspect happened when me as a creator, boom, I want to talk with other awesome people. So let's bring them in. I want to be a part of this sort of community because uh, so often there's a divisiveness that's out there in the world of a, you're either this or you're that. And it has caused a very big chasm out there Whereas I come from a completely different place. I start with love and I'm like, I love everything. I love everyone. I want everyone to be a part of everything so much so that I'm willing to give first so that others can be brought in because that's what I would want for myself. So where are you coming from when you say create what you want to be part of? Man, speaking big old facts over there, man. I love it. Uh, no, man. I mean, we need more people like you in this world for sure. Cause if that was, uh, that man, that, that was awesome, dude. Um, no, it's true. I mean, create what you want to be a part of. We, we only succeed or, or, or grow in things that we're fully invested in, right. Or things that we, we actually love and, and, uh, passionate for and are motivated to do. Uh, and I realize that as I've grown, um, and what, what is it that I want to do? And, you know, I love hospitality. I love innovation. I love creativity. I love networking. And how do I piece all those things together? Uh, and, but, but also how do I recreate the landscape of what, you know, is happening in our industry? And I think it takes people like us to do that. Um, so, uh, create what you want to be a part of. Uh, how do I follow that? Um, so I, I created a, a digital marketing company uh, called Concierge Drawer um, that I feel like filled a void in our industry, which is hotels. Uh, to give you just a quick um, snippet on it, it, it's absolutely crazy to think that there's no platform in hotels, in the, in, in the industry of hotels, Hyatt, Marriott, IHG, um, all the big box hotels where we can speak to each other, we can communicate to each other. Um, in one goal to help a guest, right? We, we don't have one platform where we can do that uh, other than Facebook, which of course, you know, Facebook's not a uh, work appropriate platform. Um, so nonetheless, I, I created Concierge Drawer uh, to, to be a community of where hoteliers can come and share information where they can communicate, but also how to fill a problem in our industry as well. Um, so 
in hotels were commonly visit, visited by local businessmen, right? So local businesses stop into hotels because they know the power of our referral. They know that we have 500 rooms. They know that those guests are looking for help. Um, so they'll come in, they'll drop off menus, they'll drop off little coupons for their business. And, um, you know, those little paper tchotchkes eventually have to go somewhere, right? They all go into the concierge drawer. Um, so at our desk, it's commonly just a lot of those tchotchkes, a lot of those pieces of paper. It's super unorganized. It's constantly turning and changing. Um, so I wanted to fix uh, an area that I, I see was uh, clearly a problem and bridge that gap between hoteliers and local businesses. Um, so in concierge drawer, you do have the capability of clicking on those vouchers or those tchotchkes now and just texting it right to a guest. Uh, the guest then receives that text, redeems it right into the business, uh, but it doesn't waste paper. It's convenient. Uh, it's fluid. So the guests can keep it on their phone if they want to use it later. There's an expiration date on it, but it's still on their phone. There's no uh, like, oh, you know, I need to find that piece of paper. It's in my hotel room or I put it in a drawer in my home, uh, et cetera. So uh, we, we received quick success uh, when we launched 2019 uh, in the winter. We were in about 50 hotels throughout Chicago. We had about 20 local businesses signed up. And then, uh, of course, COVID happened, but we still we still were growing. Uh, you know, we built a messenger system where hoteliers can uh, communicate to each other. Uh, we build a, a tipping system to where when a voucher or coupon is redeemed, the guests can then tip the concierge through the app, which is super fun. And uh, no, I, I think the key word here is fun and innovative. It's uh, it's been fun to build. It's been a, a grueling process, of course, for some, at some moments because of uh, the pandemic. Uh, but persistence is key and just sticking to it and, you know, following that ethos of, of love what you, uh, what you do. Yeah, and I love the community aspect of what you've created because I really believe um, where things are going if they're not here now is this inclusiveness for communities like you and I could do the exact same thing, but it's no longer, oh, Bobby does that and I'm his, his competitor, so we're not going to help each other. It should really be the other way around because in the name of service, we want to level ourselves up and say, what can we do better for others? And certainly you guys are the epitome of service. So your ability to selflessly say, go here, or if we cannot help you, let's have somebody else help you. And uh, everyone will rise to help each other when we come together, as opposed to thinking that there's not enoughness in this world. Man, again, dude, I should be interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's true. A hundred percent. It's uh, we have to constantly be uh, thinking ahead and leveling up and uh, finding a way to to do it for the greater good of, of our communities and and bring us all together. Or else, you know, like you said, uh, one one group will go that way. Another group will go that way and everyone else gets left behind. So what I want to talk about now is your attention to detail to excellence. And I noticed this from the photos that you post on Instagram to what you're wearing because it's an extremely calculated thing because 
Um, everything you do is a reflection of your brand. It's one of my marketing principles. And everything that you do is an opportunity to create a positive brand interaction. So not only are we extremely calculated about what we wear, what we say, and what we do, but it's also an opportunity to yes and it and be like, let me create some sort of energy or environment. So for you being someone who can be seen as like a, a safe space or someone that can a yes and with others to help make their experience better, it's extremely important for you to be very very attention to detail oriented to say, what can we do to make sure the experience for someone without them even thinking about it is paramount. So what does that mindset look like for you? Man, that's so true. Um, you know, a, a little background on that because I, I get a lot of comments uh, from colleagues and friends at this point in my career about my attire and, and, and my swagger and how I dress, etc. Uh, I will. It's funny that my dad was in the frame a little bit ago, but I do credit a lot of that to my father because as kids, we would uh, we would go to church every Sunday. And as my dad, my dad, like always stayed suited and booted. My dad was super fly all our lives. He always looked so cool. And I have a couple siblings. So we would always kind of joke and tease and how, how my dad was dressed. But uh, my dad would dress us every Sunday to where it became routine to us to where, oh man, Sunday, we, we, you know, we have to like show up for our family. We have to, you know, look the part. And uh, so, you know, we were always collared shirt. We were always clean, uh, clean shoes. Um, we always, you know, hair was always done correctly. Um, and we were just always looking the part, um, you know, cause that was kind of the, the routine that my father instilled in us. Um, and then how that grew into me getting older, it's, um, you know, it's the, it's the first thing you say to someone, right. Is your appearance is, you know, it's a feeling that you give that other person of a, how serious do you take this situation? How serious do you take yourself and, and be like, like, who are you? Like, what's, what's your personality and your, your, it's your business card. You know, what you're wearing is your business card. You're wearing it on your body. Um, you know, I, I don't want to sound superficial in any way, but you you have to have some swagger. And if you are selling something, if you, which we always are, uh, you know, something is for sale always. Um, and you you want to be able to let people know that it's it's a serious thing that you that you do. And um, for me, it's a feeling. Uh, so even for this moment, man, I needed to represent you, and and I needed to uh, put the bull's head on because I know you would love that, man. And I love the bulls, so. That's a thing for us, but um, no, man. I'm, I, 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 that's something I take a lot of pride in, in, um, in dressing for the part, um, and and really showing people who they're dealing with with when it comes to my personality and uh, you know who who I am. Um, so for certain moments, I'll definitely wear one thing, but other times, you know, I'm 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 a hundred percent myself. I absolutely love it. And so, you know, the impact that you had on me, I'm like, all right, Bobby's always coming, looking fly like Ric Flair. I was like, <laughs> I better put a collared shirt on just in case he comes on looking all dapper and everything. But I love that you are very appropriate in rocking a bull's hat because one of the things that is foundational to me when it comes to attire is know your audience. So, uh, similar to you, I'm someone who I've got a lot of basketball jerseys, so I'll rock jerseys all over the place. At the same time, I'm the same guy who reads GQ, but those aren't always 
um, living together. So if you're like, hey, Rob, stop by this cocktail party we have and I'm rocking a BJ Armstrong jersey, maybe not be as appropriate as other times. And it's a very interesting um, or it's a very wise decision to make in terms of evaluating who your audience is because, once again, everything is going to be a reflection of you and you want to do what you can to put your best foot forward to make others feel comfortable as well. 100%. Yeah, no, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've always... I've. I've heard one thing in the in the industry is like you could never be overdressed for anything. Uh, when you're not sure, just go all out. You know, if you show up to a pool in a suit, hey, you're still a cool looking guy at a pool in a suit. <laughs> you got to take that. You can always dress down, but you can never dress up. And I like to think that attire gives me confidence. So for me, when I put cologne on, it is literally spray on confidence because I love the way that I smell. And it's it's an interesting mindset when I learned how to create my own confidence. So what has always been unique for me, and certainly when I lived in Chicago, is I've worked from home for the last 15 years. So by design, my attire is T-shirts, jeans, a hoodie, and a backwards hat. I can wear that whenever I want. All of a sudden, we go out on Friday or Saturday nights and Rob's rocking a bow tie and everyone's like, what's going on here? I'm like, you guys don't realize that I never get to dress like a grown-up. So this is my opportunity to actually flex a little bit because I do enjoy doing it, but when appropriate. Smart, smart. And I, I to comment your attire, you look fly, but you're also, you're also dressed for the occasion, man. It makes me feel... Like it was a, a ca- going to be a casual conversation that we're just two dudes catching up and uh, really talking shop on uh, what's uh, what's going on in our lives. So, uh, no, it, it fits and uh, it makes complete sense. And it's funny you say that because I, uh, I, I so I still play basketball on Mondays uh, here in Chicago and we typically go out afterwards and like get a bite to eat with our friends. And um, I have one buddy who on a lot of those Mondays lately, I've had a, I've had an event or two on those Mondays and I'll let the guys know, you know, I can't make it for, for lunch uh, today, but you guys are welcome to come to my event later that evening. And uh, now on two occasions, they've gone from lunch to my event. And one of my, but one of my buddies uh, told me, he's like, listen, Bobby, I'm coming to your events looking like a scrub, but he showed me his closet. He's like, I swear I can dress really nice. I'm like, no man, you know if it was a if it was a uh, an event where you needed to dress a certain way, I, I would have told you. But uh, you know, showing up and and giving love, you can come in sweatpants if you want to, man. That's just that's appreciated always. Of course. So, of Bobby, course. to uh, put a button on this. Uh, This conversation was the highlight of my day because it was an opportunity for you and I to connect. I've always appreciated from a distance your level of excellence. I've loved seeing the way that you've risen in your industry. I love seeing your concierge cocktails and the passion and the way that it means something to you. And maybe that's the button I'll put on this is Things mean things to you and it's very apparent and it's something that everyone should take a page from you because it'll help them live their best year ever. Where can everybody connect with you? Damn. Well, really quick, if I can say the same back to you, man, uh, your, your posts, um, your podcasts, uh, a lot of the uh, information that you share on social media, um, 
you know, it, it feeds people like me uh, to not only keep going, but to, you know, pick ourselves up sometime. Because, you know, it's a lot of things going on. Sometimes you're down. And if you look at one of your podcasts or any of your messages for inspiration or motivation, uh, they particularly help me. Uh, so thank you for creating a platform that can uh, that can pick up other people like myself. Uh, where you can find me? Um, so my uh, Instagram uh, name is Concierge Cocktail. Uh, so Concierge Cocktail is a to-go cocktail that I created for hotels, restaurants, and cinemas. Um, they are a kind of like a boozy soda. Uh, so it's a blend of mixing syrups, uh, spirits, and then soda. So they're easy and ready to drink. Um, we do have fundraising efforts towards each cocktail. Uh, I'm proud to say we've given away almost uh, five to $6,000. Uh, and we've sold probably around 10,000 cocktails already. Um, but Concierge Cocktail, you can follow me. You can stop by and pick up our latest one at the Kimpton Gray Hotel. Uh, we're at the corner of LaSalle and Monroe in the loop. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys can follow me. I hope you can see how uh, you know the Concierge Cocktail prog- um, progresses from here. And I appreciate you guys having me on the platform. And I want to hear from you. Did anything that we talked about cause you to think or take action? Or as we think of create what you want to be part of, what is the thing that you are creating and for who? You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. And at the very beginning, Bobby, you said one of the things you do to create your best year ever is around routine. Well, guess what? I completely agree with you. And I created a resource called Design Your Best Self, a guide to creating a morning routine that serves you. Creating a morning routine was the game changer of all game changers for me. So what I did is I reverse engineered step-by-step what exactly that I do or the formula that I create so that you can design the morning routine that serves you. You can go to robcressy.com backslash morning. That's robcressy.com backslash morning. Get a free download for it. And if you have any questions, hit me up. I would love to be a champion for you in creating an amazing routine.